Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Sparks and Rhinestones pageant podcast. I am your host, Hannah, and today we're going to be talking all about why you're worrying about the wrong person. So yes, we got straight into the title. Um, and I can't do 15 minutes today because I have a client at 11. So I know that I have to get my point across. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because if you've noticed, if you follow us on Instagram, um, I've been doing like a series of polls just to kind of get where you guys are in pageantry, like how you feel about certain things, what do you think? Because especially as a page that gives advice and coaches and, and everything like that, it's it's your opinions that matter, like your knowledge and you know how you approach things and what you think, because then that gives me a general idea of you know, what I can do as not just a coach, but as someone who gives out all this advice, because, um, you know, my aim for Sparks and Rhinestones is to always be somewhere that people can go for free and find out pageant knowledge. Of course, if you want to pay, that's where the handbook comes in. Um, and that's where the coaching comes in because, you know, you can give, so, you can give everything away for free, but there's going to need to be stuff like you need to work on your like development and confidence and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, so in January I held pageant con, third pageant con, and I had my talk all about you know how to prepare for your pageant, sparkles and rhinestones way. Um, and appearances came up, and because not everyone's in the group, I decided to make a video with our sparkles and rhinestones like quick pageant tips. And this one was five minutes, so I mean that's considered quick <laughs> for me. <laughs> um. But this is where I discussed where appearances, you know, do charity, not charity, do photo shoots count, do training count. Um, because people have been told um, by other people and by their coaches to put them in your appearance folders. And I wanted to see what people thought about that. So I did the polls. Um, I think only one person agreed with the training should be in your folder. Um, even if people who'd voted on that, it stays for you have posted that it's counted as an appearance um the same with photo shoots as well now what i will say is pageantry is not meant to be so so serious there are serious components to it of course there is um especially when you're talking about serious matters um but when it comes to your page there's a difference between um, your appearances and then what you post on social media so posting about your photo shoot is great because you're advertising yourself and you're also advertising you know the photographers taking your pictures not necessarily advertising your system like you're doing it I always say you're doing you're not doing it because it's your system you might be doing it because there's an a photogenic um element or you want to get new pictures but you know nine times times out of ten you're not going to be wearing your sash in any of those photos. You'll only be wearing them at the end. Like when you're all made up, like, oh my God, I've had an amazing day at this. I've had an amazing day at that. Now, get some behind the scenes, get some great TikToks or reels. Like, honestly, there's that additional side of pageantry, but also depends on if you want to go into influencing or, you know, if you just have a thing like, I love to do behind the scenes stuff if I can. Um, <laughs> it's been so long since I've had a photo shoot, just getting withdrawals now. Um, <laughs> however, you know, that's for my personal content, that's for my brand. Well, I say brands, like, I don't really have a brand on like TikTok, it's just me, <laughs> me buying things. Um, but 
it's it's that fine line of is it an appearance or is it not um and we talked and it's this is what's nice about pageantry is is having those discussions so you know it really made people think what does actually count and this is the thing as i said like from putting on your social media and this is with queens as well because obviously i've had this before where they're like oh well can i post this when you're a queen you're not doing an appearance book (laughs) so anything you do is an appearance anyway um like in your slashing crown so like you've won you are the queen um (laughs) now people are thinking about you know group i was like yep group sessions count if it's like open to the public so if you've booked in with a couple of your friends as a private one-on-one um even though technically it's like one on three you know but you know what I mean or five um depending on like what it is then doesn't really count um however if it was a group session where you know people bought tickets in if it went to charity if it not like most likely it would be going to charity um but it's nice to make people think now so yesterday I put a post on the page about you're only as good as your last performance with a question mark now I, of course, disagreed because you. it doesn't take into account that every pageant final was different. Whether it's the same system, every final is different. Different mentalities, different attitudes, different judges, different contestants. Um, you know, it's, it's hard because when I posted the polls in... Um, in my stories, which are still ongoing, depending on when this episode grows up, it might finish by then. But, um, you know, so many of you, and I put, you know, if a previous winner enters your division, like, um, you know, does this, like, put you off, or does this intimidate you? And so many people, like, answered, like, low-key, yeah, and that makes me sad. (laughs) That makes me sad. Um, it's nice to know that it's a kind of a mixed bag of, you know, when people are saying, like, you know, I'm rooting for you to win. Um, and we'll talk about certain aspects about that. As well as the, if a queen has handed over, how long is the grace period of them then entering another system? So this one is very interesting as well. A lot of mixed reactions. Um... But it was nice that the majority of people, when I asked, you know, should a previous queen be allowed to enter the same system, like in a different division? It's nice that so many people are saying yes. Um, Because it is true, when you find a system that you really love, and also if you didn't have a chance to get internationals, or you went to internationals and you didn't win, it is like that second chance. Um, But let's talk about all this. So I am going to talk first of all about why you're worrying about the wrong person. So that is the overall title. Because when we enter, we should only be worrying about ourselves. We should only be focusing on what we have to deliver, what we can do with that title, what are we going to work on personally to help us give the best version of ourselves on that stage. Um, And then... (laughs) And then, of course, you see the announcements of different finalists. You see um, people who have won titles before. And then the doubts start to creep in. So let's talk about this. As I said, a lot of people voted that they were, you know, low-key intimidated about when a previous winner enters. Um, And sometimes this 
because this can apply to me as well. Um, have I, I was going to say, like, have I entered a system where there have been previous queens? And that's true. When I, when I entered um, Yami, the girls in my category, there was one girl who had been to America and competed several times. You know, she'd been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got the crown. Um, not the international crown, but she, you know, she had a crown. Um, and I think it depends on mentality. When I entered in 2016, I wasn't too, like, concerned about everything. I was more of, like, I want to know what this experience is like. Um, trying to get back on my feet after, like, a few knockbacks from pageants. But 2017, I was like, no, this is my crown to win. I need to win this crown. Um, you know, I don't have any alternative. <laughs> there are no other systems at the moment because I was five months pregnant. So I was like, this, this is the system I need to win. Um, and yeah, I got to go to America, play second runner-up, common theme for me right now. <laughs> um, go back again. Um, we'll discuss that soon. Uh, and then... Yeah, I can't win anymore in Yemi. <laughs> so I needed to have a new system that would accept me. Now, when I entered UK's National Miss, um, the timeline of me entering UK's National Miss from handing over. So I was meant to hand over in June 2020. Of course, COVID stopped that. And in America, finals have still been happening, um, which is quite a shame for us, you know, to not have to send to not be able to send a team for two years and all the Americans and Canadians um, get a chance to take the title. Um, but yeah, so it was moved to August and that is when I found out I was also, I also won the Lifetime uh, Queen uh, title, which allows me to be a queen for life, basically. Um, but because of... Because that was all for my hard work, for everything I'd done for the system. You know, I'd done so much with my um, spokesmodel title that, of course, I wanted to carry on. And I was really happy. Um, however, there were also things, as I said, when I handed over. Like, there were things that I still wanted to achieve in UK pageantry that I hadn't achieved yet. Um, and I would be silly to not go for it. Now... It, lifetime queens are very much an Americanized thing. The same as Queen of Queens, you're seeing it, there are more like Queen of Queen titles and ambassador titles now in the UK. Um, but there wasn't that many back in the day. <laughs> Ambassadors, yeah, there's always been like an ambassador title. Um, but yeah, systems that are quite um, Americanized will have a Queen of Queens um, and, you know, a lifetime queen as well. You have that option to do it because I've always have a home with that system but once you once you reach a certain level when I say a level is in like like titles like I can't like I have a lifetime title so why would I then wait and also a miss <laughs> like the next title up is 46 and that's classic miss I'm not quite a classic yet um <laughs> so yeah, I needed to find systems. So I waited, I applied, um, and then I got my UK's National Miss Sash in October 2020. Now, 
I think COVID kind of stopped a lot of people with their like title dreams. You know, a lot of finals were postponed. They entered different systems. Um, yeah, so much went on um, with all that. So for some people, there hasn't been the amount, I would say amount in, in like air quotations, amount of time between handing over a title and then competing for another one. Ideally, you want to give yourself three months. Um, That would be... That would be the ideal situation because, you know, you then have a nice, healthy three months until, you know, you get to compete in the finals. So you get to do enough appearances, um, you know, because you should never be doing, you should never be doing appearances for another system um, if you have a title and crown. I, I don't really agree with that um, because people know you for that crown of sash and then they see you in a different sash, it, it can kind of confuse, um, but we do know that people do enter the systems and have the sashes ready before they hand over, that's absolutely fine, as long as a good healthy discussion, um, with both directors is done, like, before, <laughs> I was so nervous, like, even though I'd handed over, I handed over ages ago to Gianna, I was still like, oh, Gianna, I'm gonna compete in another pageant, um, I just feel like it'd be right for me. <laughs> Send for away my phone. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, what do you think I was gonna do? I was like, I don't know. I just, you know, I very I respect you as a director, even though technically you haven't been my director since 2019. Um <laughs> but you are kind of my boss um for Yummy. <laughs> but yeah, so when I entered UK's National Miss, that was like, oh my god, a past winner. Um, you know, I don't, I'm trying to think in my category, I think I was the only person who had previously won a title, um, and correct me if I am wrong, um, but yeah, and that could be intimidating to someone, when you meet me, you know that's not the case at all, um, but that can be intimidating, and the proofs in the pudding, I didn't win, <laughs> I placed second runner-up, um, you know, and when I was saying about the performance is, just because I didn't win, it doesn't discredit me from the achievements that I have, um, you know, when you say you're only as good as your last win, especially, you know, like, coaches as well, like, a lot of us coaches haven't just won everything we put our hands to, you know, um, some of us have had to work really hard, some harder than others, um, and not, that's not saying, like, on a part of them, it's just, you know, for me, there are the barriers of being a plus-size woman, um, and, you know, being a mum as well, like, I can't do things that other contestants can do, um, you know, I can't be flying to all different places, I can't be, you know, here, there, and everywhere, I pick my things very carefully, um, Whereas when I was younger, not the case, although I was still working like seven days a week and I was very poor, <laughs> but you know, um, so this is why it made me sad because there are many examples. Yes, there are many examples that, you know, someone who has won a title before and handed over, they then enter the next system and then won that system as well. Um, you know, there are very prime examples of that however there are also examples of queens who have won and then entered another system and not placed 
you know, there are people who have not taken a title or not even gotten into the top five or 10 or 12. There are so many examples of that. So I feel like if you're constantly worrying about one person and comparing yourself, this is the worst thing to do is to compare yourself to them. Because as we said before, different judges, if it's the same system, um, and this is the thing with the runner-up um, feeling as well. So I feel not as much pressure um, competing as a second runner-up than I would have if I was a first runner-up. Um, and in my category, there are two people who placed first runner-up in UK's National Myths last year. Um, should I be worried about them? Should I be looking at them and going, oh my God, they placed higher than me? Um, you know, what what are they doing that I should be doing on stage, etc., etc.? Um and that's the wrong mentality because if you look at us we are three completely different people we have different platforms um we have obviously we have different body types we have different lifestyles you know and if you are constantly comparing yourself to the in brackets front runners um you're not going to get anywhere it's going to eat you apart because it will turn out well, it'll turn to, uh, both ways. It'll be that person will win and you're going to be bitter because you're like, I knew it. I was right. I knew they were going to be the ones to win or someone completely different. You're like, oh, OK, what was I worried about? What was I worrying myself for? All that unwasted, <laughs> that un- wait, no, that all that wasted like energy and anxiety all for no reason. And then just because they've won in this system this is the thing just because they won their system and they've aged up it doesn't mean that they're automatically going to win again and there are examples where that will be proven me wrong um however not everyone not everyone does not everyone takes that um just because they have been a queen before it doesn't mean that they're going to be a queen again it does not mean that at all I always look at when I competed, um, well, when I competed in 2017 compared to the competition for 2018, I was like, I don't know if I could win in that year, you know, or 2019, I don't know if I could have won in that year, I'm not sure at all, (laughs) Um, and, you know, that's if I started comparing myself to the winners or comparing myself to, you know, outfits and, you know, what they represent. And that is the worst thing for us pageant girls to do is when we're constantly worrying about people in our competition and then you start to kind of like mimic, but not mimic. You go, because you were like, okay, they're doing this campaign, so I should be doing a campaign. I want to get a one-up. And even if you don't like say that, like subconsciously, you're like, yeah, no, I need to do this. I need to get one-up. Um, you know, they've gone to his appearance, I need to do that. Oh my god, they've got this outfit. I need to get one better. Like and you're you know, you're in competition with someone who doesn't know that you are in competition with them, you know. I like to think that there are amazing incredible girls in my category who all offer something different. I cannot replicate everything that they do because you all have different, as I said, life experiences and you know, things that we can offer. So I need to focus on myself. I need to focus on what I bring to the table, 
what I can do. The when we have the question of you know, what makes you stand out compared to your fellow competitors, or you know, why should you win over everyone else? I never take into account everyone else. I want to highlight my own uniqueness. Um, you know, we should be focusing. Like it's not their interview. <laughs> like it's my time. <laughs> um, but no, like I don't need to talk to the judges about the other girls. You know, because. I don't want to be putting down their differences because, you know, I could have the same differences as them. You know, there are things that are going to make us, you know, unique, but also the next person will have exactly the same characteristics, maybe. It's how you project it. And when you start worrying about the competition and focusing on that, it takes away from your enjoyment. Um, There have been many girls who have, you know, placed and got stressed and they're like I don't want to do it again or you know like I need to do things differently and that is the first thing is not worrying about um you know who could potentially beat you it's more on okay so I really want to do this let me do this in my ear um you know you might not be and not everyone is like the talkative like type so I really want to make this clear that if you don't talk to your competition, like, that's absolutely fine. I say it in the handbook, if you feel like the competition pressure is too much sometimes, you know, I would say unfollow, you can if you want to. Sometimes you can just mute your competition, um, you know, so the option's always there. But you can, like, straight up say to them, like, look, you know, sometimes I feel, you know, the pressure of competition and I feel like sometimes things get to me you know like I'd love to be I look at things like myself I've learned a lot over this lockdown and before I used to get really in my head about you know what other coaches were doing and what to offer and I'd be like I can't do that I can't offer this and I really had to make some decisions recently especially as like I'm a month free of like (laughs) backseatic pain where I can't even do my shoelaces up and I was like, how am I going to teach, like, loads of walks and do loads of walk days? Like, I can't. I need to focus on my strengths. Of course, I do have a couple of walk days left, um, which, you know, is also my chance to practice as well. But, you know, it's working out what is, what I'm good at and what I have to offer. And it, and to celebrate others' achievements without having to diminish my own. I think that's a really important thing. So when you're comparing yourself to your competition, you know, you're putting yourself into that negative feed of, oh, you know, they fundraised like £5,000 this charity. I've only fundraised like 200 Okay, cool. But you still, like, you're, you're diminishing the fact that you fundraised some money. Like, you know, and it's like, you've done more than most. Like, yeah, but you've still done something. And I think that we always get into that negative headspace of, of I've not done enough. And it's a lot, it rings true of a lot of girls right now who are currently queens. Like, I've not done enough for my reign. And girls, we've been in a pandemic, man. <laughs> it's been a pandemic. And a lot of people will use that as an excuse as well. But I think it's, it's your mentality. But it's also how how you want to be, like, seen in the pageant world. Um, You know, some people feel better doing physical events than doing online. Others feel more comfortable online. Um, You know, it's... You're saying that you could do more is all well and good but you know what, what's done is done um it's and celebrate the stuff that you have done we always think we can do more and it's like what about the stuff we've done now 
that's what we need to focus on. Um, but yeah, so focusing on other people, focus on yourself. Stop worrying about past queens because I can guarantee you that yes, queens may enter and then take all the crowns. Um, and that is not because they are a previous queen. I really want to say this. That's not because they're a previous queen. That's because they know what they want. They practice. They like obviously you've had they've had practice of being a queen before, but they've practiced, they know what they want, and they've worked hard. Um, you know, they've worked hard to get in that position and to, you know, really get into that mind space and that headspace. Like they're not winning just because they've won a crown before. That's not considered into any of the criteria you know it depends on as well so I feel when I competed like I hadn't given the best performance on stage because of course I was in extreme pain um and a lot of people were like oh it just wasn't the Hannah we're used to and it's like that kind of actually went against me you know competing before and being a queen before because Everyone's used to this, you know, sassy, um, extra girl. And they got a little bit sass, but a little bit of, ah, pain in my ass (laughs) kind of girl. And it was like, well, it's not you. And it's like, well, it is me. It's just obviously I had to adapt and change to my body. Um, You know, my words are still the same. And I did get asked, you know, what would you bring to this title that you've brought from previous titles, you know? So the judges are aware of things you have done before or you know a little look on social media is not too hard um but yeah just because they're queen doesn't mean that they're automatically going to win it it just means that you know do they have an advantage not really it's a different system or it might be the same system but it's a different age category so yeah we need to not worry about that people who are crowned are people who have worked for it i know sometimes it hurts so much when you don't take the crown and someone who has been it before because this is what i hate and i'm glad wow it is a mixed bag but why should it let me put the question to you why should it be that if someone has won a crown that's it they're not allowed to enter another system because they need to give more people a chance i feel that's really wrong like because obviously there are external circumstances too they might not have been able to achieve everything they wanted to in that year that they were queen you know they might not have had the best experience you know or they might have had an amazing experience and you know they still have so much more to give um i've had people say before you know like you've done so much and hadn't you already why why feel the need to enter another system um, you know, let other people have that chance. And it's like, well, well, well no, one, I really love my crowns. <laughs> I really love competing. Um, you know, and I said, I still, I still, there's a couple of systems that I need to, to win, to tackle. Like, that's what I need. Those are my systems. Like, give me the crowns. Um, <laughs> but, you know, on the flip side, it's like, no, you can't stop pageants. Like, you need to keep continuing. Like, what are we going to do? Um, and it's where you're making that impact, where you're making that difference. But why should I have to stop my dreams just because on the off chance of someone else wants to do the same thing as me and they've not had that experience yet? It shouldn't be down to someone else to create your own happiness. And this is, rings true in 
patterns, real life, relationships. It's you that create your own happiness. It's you that create your own dreams and your achievements. You are the sole reason. Yes, you may have a team to help you. Yes, you may have friends and family and support and, you know, that sort of stuff. But you are the one physically doing that stuff. Um, And it shouldn't be where there are rules where just because you have a crown, because then this comes also into ranking, Um, you know, uh, let's say I didn't win internationals, I just won a national crown, but I never got the chance to go to internationals. Because I won that national crown, should I not be able to compete again because I've already held a national title, even though that title goes to internationals? You know, should I then be stopped of my dream to go to internationals? Um, You know, this is why I now compete in national pageants, because I have achieved my dream. It's not because I'm stopping myself because other people... um uh i'm giving them the opportunity that's not it at all i chose to compete in national pageants because that suits me best right now but if the chance arose where i wanted to go to international i try it <laughs> like i shouldn't have to as i said you shouldn't have to stop your own happiness and your own achievements just because other people haven't had that yet you know they haven't had that yet that's cool so they should be working hard to get it um, you know, looking at themselves and working on themselves rather than saying, you've already had it, like, why are you doing it again? Because I feel with each different system, you have different experiences and you offer different things. I look at my crowns and sashes and the stuff that I've achieved with them, and I've achieved along the same lines, but also a lot of different things with them, you know? So this goes back to having the chance to go to internationals again the second time around when I won Queen of Queens. So once again a lot of people were like, well, you've already been to internationals once and you didn't win. Why are you allowed to go again? First off, I paid myself. I had to pay for my flights and my hotel. Um but because I won Queen of Queens, my entry is paid for. Um the same would have been for Sarah going out the same year that I did. And we both competed together. She already competed. Why should she be allowed to go out again? And it's like, I didn't think of that. I just thought, cool, I've got another sister queen. And we're getting into that point now where a lot of, a lot of UK girls are catching up with the internationals. Um, a lot, Yeah, a lot of people are keeping up with the internationals. And so there are going to be teens and there are going to be girls in the same category. Um, you know, well, Galaxy, there used to be three girls in the same category anyways. You were competing, you were sister queens, but you were competing against each other because you were representing countries rather than the UK. And that wasn't deemed... <laughs> like bad at all yet now all of a sudden no I don't enter because I'm gonna be up against my sister queen and then it's like okay that's that's good that that's your personal choice but it's not fair to say oh well no I don't enter any system like that it's not fair that they get you know to go back again like the first one was up like Europe get you know get crowned Europe if they if they were obviously <laughs> from Europe you know they could be everyone else's but you know like they get to go back, they get to have that second chance, you know, and sometimes it, sometimes girls need that second chance to go back, sometimes they need that, you know, and they could have the most incredible year after that, as I said, I came back second time, and I placed once again, second runner-up in Yami, first runner-up in Waimai, and then of course I took the overall title of spokesmodel, um, if I had just given my crown, not given my crown, but, like, hand over, like, 
where would I be now? I didn't have the opportunity of going to internationals. What would have happened? What would I still, what would I be doing now? You know? I honestly do not know. <laughs> but it, it shapes things and I shouldn't be told that I was not allowed to enter or a lot of other people say, well, that's the only system you know. That's the only system you can win crowns at. Okay, cool. I'm still winning crowns. Like, <laughs> but yes. So even if they're coming back again, like it, there's no guarantee. Like I came back a second time and won, yeah, but there was no guarantee that I was going to win. Not at all. And that's what we need to see because I'm going to wrap this up now because I'm not late. <laughs> I actually am not late, I'm just saying that, I'm just looking right now, very aware of the time, but we shouldn't be focusing on other people, their placements in the past, because I said, different judges look for different things, you know, I've been told one thing by a judge and another, so <laughs> my Galaxy Wales feedback was that I shouldn't have wore pink, because pink was a Miss colour, yet when I wore pink for Miss final, literally <laughs> um a few months beforehand I was told that pink was my color and it really suited me and I should wear it more see the conflict in like differences there and I was a Ms like an MS wearing pink compared to a Miss wearing pink different conflicting you know um so it's more about taking things with a pinch of salt for a lot of things what may work where someone takes a title in one year, they may not take it in another year, you know? Sometimes people, you know, pull themselves back or sometimes, as I said, it's just a different situation, different judges, different mindset, different queens, you know, different finalists. So my advice to you is to create your own happiness. And that is by unfollowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, making sure that you focus on you and not these other girls. Because the only competition is you. And it is, you know, you're comparing yourself. If anything, you know, you're when you say you're only as good as your last, like, performance, that's what you're competing against. You're competing against yourself to place higher or, you know, to place the same. So obviously, if you've won, like, you're, you're trying to beat yourself. And you need to think of you are your own competition so focus on you focus on your energy focus on your outfits focus on giving them like the judges like 100% you not someone who you're trying to carve and copy like you're a carbon copy of you but on that note I will finish I want to be posting a lot more of these posts kind of to see like how you think about things um and yeah just um just want to be more interactive with that like I feel my personal strength is of course interviews on platforms and giving pageant advice and it needs to be authentic it needs to be you know reaching the right audience should I say um so I will now finish with this we have more podcast episodes coming up soon lots more topics I've written lots of things out should I record them who knows? Um, but <laughs> we are in limited coaching now because we'll be coaching for Atlantic and Natural Beauty, which of course UK's National Miss and Pageant Girl as well. Um, so please drop me a message if you do want to book in because 
my diary is getting very limited now, especially with me taking on a uni course or two, so two part-time courses to make a full-time. Um, we do have ours, as I said, our fifth birthday anniversary um, interview mass class for two hours. It's £10 for switchboard, um, six till eight on Saturday 26th. Um, so if you are interested, please drop me a message. Um currently designing the index cards this weekend a little booklet with some information on um but honestly thank you so much for listening and i hope you have an incredible day